All right, welcome to another episode of Rants and Riots. Like I said previously, I forgive me on the sound. I don't care, but forgive me. Um, today I have a special guest because Noah is away. Um, someone who can relate to me very much, and I feel like a lot of you can relate to. And my good friend Eve. Hey, y'all. You're going to be able to read louder than that. <laughs> You're from Ghana. We loud. Come on now. All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Eve, and I'm very excited to be on here. So, yeah, let's get started. <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, how's your day been? My day has been overall pretty chill. Yeah, just relaxing. Relax now, your children are so Yes, because the, when I tell you these two weeks, oh my gosh, it's been it's been hard on you from it, what from what has. I've heard. It has okay. Being in your twenties is ghetto. It, it's very ghetto here. Adulting is very ghetto here. <laughs> Working is ghetto. Yeah, I'd rather be rich. I kind of want to marry rich, like marry to old money <laughs> or new money. I'll take tech, <laughs> Google, Twitter, okay. Twitch. Alrighty, so we're both in our 20s, you're a bit older than me, but we both understand that being in our 20s is very much ghetto, and we both hate it. Um, so, how, let's put it into this way, how are you learning not to put the pressures of your parents and what they want from you, like, not letting you stress out, because we've talked about this. We've talked a lot about this. Oh yeah, you want to go first? No, <laughs> you're the guest here. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's just like as you grow in life, it's just finding your own way and realizing that, like, you know, what their expectations and realities they have for you do not match up to how it is in the world and how you want to be. Like, sometimes it's just projection. And I mean, sometimes it can be good because obviously they, your parents want the best for you, but sometimes what they think is the best is not really good for you. Sometimes I just think it's what they wanted to be, and they just they just vicariously living. Exactly, vicariously to you. Like I said, projections. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. But like, how do you? Because I feel like a lot of kids have this mindset of just like if I don't please my parents, if I don't like become what they want to be, especially immigrant children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, our parents have a tendency to be like, if you don't do this, it's like they'll never love us again. Yeah, they've been making it seem like it's the end of the world. Like, okay, they came over here to give us a good life. So it's like, if you don't follow through education, that's the problem. That's a big no-no. It's like, what would you do with your life? What would you do with yourself? Like, how will you maintain in this capitalism world? <laughs> and it's like, which I understand. But there's just very merry ways. I can't even talk. Many ways. <laughs> In, in life to make it other than just the what's the Americans traditional way of getting to the American dream pull yourself up from your bootstraps literally I don't think that exists anymore I think now it's scam your way to the top <laughs> <laughs> that too <laughs> people in this unemployment stuff mm-mm. so I just I feel like when it comes to parents they just don't understand that we're young, we're not going to figure out what we want to be until probably until some of us in our 40s, some yeah. of us a little bit earlier. And that's real life for people. Like you see people going back to school in their late 30s and late 40s, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
You see people like in their mid-30s picking up skills, trade, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like I told my mom, Vera Wang didn't start her career until she was in her 40s and now she's in her 70s. But she doesn't believe me, but it's fine. <laughs> exactly. All right. So how do you deal with managing? Because like job friendships and like everything else being in your 20s because i feel like since covid happened no one knows how to interact with each other anymore everyone's kind of yeah, just like very isolated human, very anti-social <laughs> just like and for me like i've always been an introvert so like i've always had a small group of friends so even now like with the pandemic you would think it'd be easier to check up on everybody but it's just been harder like mentally, physically, spiritually, it's just like like you don't even want to fuck with anybody at this point. Exactly, really. Like texting people is like the hardest thing in the world. It is. Yeah, but like how? Because personally, for me, I'm an extrovert, and this pandemic has been an absolute well, more of an omnivore. It, it depends on my mood, but mainly an extrovert. This pandemic has been hell on me because I haven't been able to go out and meet new people and get to know people because I love networking and. Y'all must have loved it for introverts. Y'all must have adored the pandemic. Yeah, because, like, like, all I was doing was just, like, in the beginning, when I first started, was just working and being at home, just relaxing, like, and being in my my solitude, I don't know, which I felt like was very recharging for me, whereas for others, people felt, like, you know, very isolated, lonely, and just not enjoying this time and obviously you know like we said, it's a national pandemic, you know, people are dying, people are sick, so obviously, like, you know, Things aren't going to be the same, but you still just have to make peace with it and try to have some fun time. Yeah, no, I'm gonna need to go outside. I need to, as much as I like, I went to concerts. I traveled a little bit. Yeah, but like, I couldn't do anything because like I had people around me that if caught this thing, they would die. So I had to make sure that I wasn't around a lot of people and I was taking care of myself and washing my hands and doing everything that I need to do to protect the people around me. And it sucked because I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. So I hate, I hated the pandemic so much. Especially I feel like a lot of people lost a year. That's how I felt too. Yeah. Like I feel like I lost a year of growth and just learning Mm -hmm. and the world is so different now. I was already trying to catch up now that, like you said, being stagnant for a year, being slowed down, trying to catch up again. It's like, whoa. Yeah. And that's another thing, like you said, going back to like parents and their expectations of you and where you should be in life. And then dealing with this pandemic and everybody is coming out of here being business women, businessmen, and entrepreneurs and people get into the bag and it's about the money, it's about the money and all that stuff. It's just like people grow at their own pace and rate. So. This could have been a lot of time for people to just self-reflect and just figure out what's best for them in their life and really how to plan and move forward for the future because nothing's going to go back to the same. <laughs> no, it's, I don't think the world is going to go insane. Also, did you know that the world has gotten two degrees hotter? Like, we're getting closer and closer yeah, to the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, they're destroying the earth. That was another thing. Yeah, like, in the next couple of years, if it gets even two more degrees hotter... It's gonna be worse. Like they're like in people think insects are a problem now. They're gonna be even more of a problem. Mm-mm. Like it's gonna be bad. Um. Anyways, this is all about self care. 
and why half of y'all in your 20s know about it, love it, <laughs> but aren't doing it. <laughs> I'm looking at all my friends' Twitter feeds. So half of y'all want to kill yourselves. <laughs> No, we don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. No, no, no. We're going there. <laughs> this is what this podcast is for. It's going there. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about you. How how do you do self care? Oh no, I'm weird. I like okay. So before I went to the mall with my friend Cat, I took myself out on a date and I went to that. Do you remember that um bison place we tried over by? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went out there and I actually had the bison burger. It was really good, by the way. I actually liked it. Um, and then I went and took myself to get ice cream. And then I just, like, sat there for three hours and, like, journaled. Yeah. That's another thing, too, that, like, about, like, being an introvert, quotation mark. Because um, I just like to do stuff by myself, like, take myself on dates. Like, I tried this new food place. And got some like real nice Italian pizza, and it was nice. And just yeah, see, take yourself on a date and actually get out there. You don't even have to talk to people. You just have to like actually like sit down somewhere and just eat food, mm-hmm. or go to the movies by yourself, or go shopping by yourself. Yep, like when we went to the movies, that was cute. That was a vibe. Yeah, and another form. I feel like I found like another form of self care is like social media introverts introverts i should say um like just take a couple weeks off of social media that's what i'm trying to do (laughs) on there just scrolling and like because i've noticed like when i hop on instagram or tiktok and i see people who have like something i want or like a Mm -hmm. body i want or something my mood just goes all the way down yeah and i feel suffocated and i'm just like well, they start comparison and it's just like, oh, I need to be where they are. And yeah, the thief of all joy, right there, mm-hmm. is comparison. So, like, I feel yeah. like self care is very much important in that fact because the media now is going to be forever. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when back in 2010 when like nobody had social media or when Instagram was just yeah. starting to pop Facebook, up? Facebook, I had just made a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like back in those days. Like you, I don't feel like, I feel like we were less insecure back then mm-hmm. because we didn't have social media. Yeah. And then also another thing now, like ignorance is bliss. Now, as we see that as we're in our twenties, growing more, learning more, becoming more wiser, like, you know, things start becoming more aware and apparent for you and just, and you just kind of like, I don't like where we're at. Yeah. I do not like where we're at. I don't think, you know, it's just coming into the world and figuring things out for yourself. Yeah, I, I, I don't particularly like it. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. If you've ever been, because I watched a TikTok of this one, of this couple, and they went to an Indian wedding and they went there on time. Have you ever been to a wedding on time? Yeah. And really? I sat there and the wedding didn't start on time and it was like, Okay, you went there on time, but it didn't start late. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I was just, I've never been to a wedding on time because I know it starts late. Unless you go to a white wedding, then it's going to start on time. See, here we go with African people. No, it's true. It's true. Have you never, I've never gone to any ethnic wedding, African, Indian, 
even a Hispanic wedding. I've never gone to a wedding and it actually starts on time. Everyone is ready to go. Like the bride hasn't even gotten up yet. Okay, she's gotten up. She's getting makeup done and stuff like that, but she's not. She's not ready to, you know, walk down. No, I went to a wedding where the bride was not up yet. Like she oh was still asleep. <laughs> See, then now that's just disrespectful. Cause like, come on, I'm married to y'all. Yeah, but like I was watching, I was like, "What? Why would you go to a wedding like that and like come and like be on time?" So I'm just saying. I was asking if you'd ever been to one because, like, mm, asked no, I showed up to a wedding on time and it started late. I only show up for the food. That's the only reason I go to weddings: <laughs> the food and dancing. That's it, and to throw some money on somebody. That's literally it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Speaking about African um, families and parents in general, why don't African parents allow their kids in the arts? Like they say, doctor, lawyer, teacher, even, but never like like uh, artist, um, singer, dancer. Never anything in the arts. It's always something having to deal with like the academic world. Mm-hmm. I never understood that growing up. I'm going to say like now it's way different. I think they're more something of that. And we see that now, like, um, just with, like Africans and dancing and, you know, this new age and the wave of things and arts. I think they're more accepting of it now because of social media, it's easier to see it more. But back then, I think it was more about like financial stability, just making sure you make it in life and also like achievement wise, having those like accolades and stuff like that, making a name for yourself, especially when we come from like like people who are first gen or parents who come over here and raise their families here. So I think for like for me personally, I can see it's like financial stability. My parents wanted me to be successful in life. Yeah, but like. If the like I you, the kid goes through all that school, spends all that money, and then realizes that they're not just a, they're not a good doctor because they're really not good doctors out there. So like I'd rather they figure out what they want, figure out what they want to go to mm-hmm. instead of being instead of killing someone basically, <laughs> or you know sending someone to jail wrongly. You know. I mean, yeah, I did that. But it's that's I don't know. This is this the mindset, the mentality. It's just that strong. Be the best, you know. Yeah, but I understand that. But it's just I've always just hated the fact because I remember when I decided I didn't want to be a cardiothera a cart uh, a cardiologist. I fought a lot with my mom on that because I didn't even know what I wanted to be at that point. I just fought with her a lot. I was just like, I don't want to be a heart surgeon. That's not what I want to do. Even though I had wasted so much time going to like AP classes and stuff for it, I didn't want to be it anymore because I didn't see myself performing surgeries on people. Yeah. But like, I never truly understood why she was so angry with me until like recently where I, I was like, she wanted me to be successful and she wanted it guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But I hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated every minute of it. Um, My folks. <laughs> anyways. What I would have to say, what is it like being on your own from your parents? Because I feel like all my friends now, we're all on our own. 
I mean, we still contact our parents, but we're all on our own. Like my friend Noah, you, my friend Ash is about to move out of her parents' house. I've moved out. What is it like being your own? Uh, especially us coming from immigrant family. Man, I mean, I like it. Just having my own space. It just makes me feel like like I, like since we're in our twenties, you know, more older helps me to be more like. Accountable for myself and my actions, not having to, you know, mom and dad can be there my whole life. So it's time for me to step my game up and just be there for me and for myself. And I like it. Like, again, having my own space, being my own solitude. I mean, I do have roommates, but being able to do my own things, nobody checking me, clocking me. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I'm paying my own rent. Like, so. You come at home 3 I'm drunk. I'm just some other things, you know. <laughs> other things parents would not want to know. There's a lot of things our parents want to know. When you're like, you know, when you're by yourself, it makes you. Hello, my cat. More aware of what you like about yourself, what you don't like. You, you know, become to your own personality, traits, characteristics, all that good stuff. So, uh, what advice would you give to someone who's moving out? Because we, there's a lot of kids about to turn 18. And what advice would you give to someone who's like about to move out or thinking? See, like, if you can't stay with your folks, stay with your folks because, you know, that helps you financially. You could always save up. Like, don't make life harder on yourself. Like, being by myself has taught me a lot. <laughs> it's humbled me. Okay. All these drivers just get it out the mud stuff. This, it's really like that. Oh my God. That's why they're so hard on us now about being successful and, and this engineer, lawyer, doctor, because that guarantees you success, success. But like when it comes to like arts or like, liberal arts psychology just other things that are just not the norm they, they, it's, everything, it's temporary i mean anything can be temporary like you could lose your job even if you are a doctor That's true. but again it's just finding what you want for yourself because like you said you could be doing this and not be happy in life and then you could be resentful so it ultimately comes up to you deciding what you want to do for your life yeah, I just feel if I were to give someone advice, I'd be like, save twenty k. <laughs> That's my advice. Save at least twenty thousand dollars. If you got twenty thousand, I think you're, you'll be okay. Because think about it: when you move out first time, you gotta pay the deposit, and then you gotta pay first month's rent, and then you gotta pay the light bill, the water bill. You, you gotta, gotta start your money. Water bill. You have to start. Well, you really got a budget. Yeah, and then you have to budget for food every month. You have to. Then usually when you move in, you have to buy like the biggest food haul you've ever like done in your life. And then you got to get furniture and then you got to get the little amenities, like your bath stuff and all this stuff. And that ranges to about the least I would say is like 5,000, the most 20,000. Mm -hmm. So that's my advice. 20,000, save up. Good luck. You better have oh a nice God. ass job. <laughs> a cushy job for that. You're on your own now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, like, I like I said my friend Ashley's moving out and she's moving out with like 50k. That's I don't nice. know how she's right there. She's lived with parents pretty much all her life, but she's going out with 50k and I'm just like, can I have like 10? <laughs> 10 of that? That'd be nice. Yeah. But like she was smart enough to do so, and I'm just like, if I could go back in time and like tell my like teenage self, hey, 
all that money you're spending on ridiculous stuff, save it. Mm-hmm. Put it away. Don't it even touch it. it. Yeah. I mean, but then that goes back to, like, self-care. That's why, like, I feel like now, like, me being on my own and, like I said, sh- struggling but still getting somewhere in life, it's like, hey, do I have enough time to really take the time to recharge and spend on me? Like, I felt guilty yesterday and I went to the store and I was, like, just racking up on stuff, buying things. Like, whole check gone after rims. Like, dang. Should I have invested in myself? But it's like, you shouldn't even have to think about stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I feel like if you know this is going to make you feel good, don't overspend. Don't use spending as a way right, to... Right, don't indulge. I'm not saying... Yeah. Be crazy with your money, but... Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I feel like if it makes you feel good, then do it. If that facial is what makes you feel good inside... But that's what I'd be investing in. Skincare. Just went to the store. Hair care stuff. Okay. Don't get me started on hair care. I hate being a black girl for some sometimes. Speaking about hair care, uh, like, what do you think about the prices of stylists nowadays? Child, your eyes just roll to the back. Like, literally, this is one thing that I would, it's just too much. Like, people be charging extreme, and. Don't be doing even half the services that they're supposed to do. Don't even be having real licenses and just be charging whatever just because they taught themselves. I just never understood the fact that if I'm 10 minutes late, let's say there's a car wreck or some situation, and I call you. I now have to pay a $50 fee on top of the already 100 and something or 200 something dollars I have to pay you. I just think that's not fair. I feel like there should be at least like a ten minute grace period, but you have to pay for that have grace a, like, period. A ten minute grace period. I think it's like I went to a stylist and she said I had to pay fifty dollars if I was ten minutes late, um, and I hung up on her. <laughs> I've seen like a, what is it twenty minutes or thirty minutes, no call, no show. Then like your band or they'll charge your account or something like that. I, just, I think it just goes both ways, like the client letting the hairstylist know what's going on what's happening and also if like the hairstylist is late having that same grace time and you know taking some deductions off on pricing for me if you're coming up late you're wasting my time too i do understand that but at the same time i just feel like the whole like you have to wash your own hair. You have to like brush it out. You have to do everything. Like I'm coming to you for those services. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't pay like you if I didn't need to. Things like when you go to the shop and that's the first thing they do: wash your hair, condition it, you know, blow dry it, then get into the style. But now you gotta come wash and blow dry, it. and then they're still charging extra stuff. If, if I'm already doing all these things, it's like no. I feel like I should get a discount off for doing those things. Like, I feel like people who do come washed, they should get a discount. But that's not the case. But, like, I also feel like... I don't want to learn how to do my own hair. That's the thing. I'm lazy. I don't want to learn. I should, but I don't want to. I'd rather have someone else do it. I can just sit in the chair. That's what I want. But these stylists are kind of forcing my hand. So... <laughs> It's even more than that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you love me. No. And that's another thing, like, especially with the pandemic, being your twenties, this has been like a great way for people to just like tap into skills and learning on things like that. 
and becoming more self-sufficient helps you in your 20s and to grow as a person. So, oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. So now that we've gotten through a lot of our 20s, immigrant parents um, and stuff, this is where I call scenario time. This is something I've always wanted to do. Basically, I'm going to give you a scenario of something or a situation that has actually happened. Okay. And then you're going to give me your opinion on it. Oh, my. Because I know you have a lot of opinions. <laughs> you know? Because we both have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I have to be open-minded and understand both sides, but back to read you. Back to read you. I mean, a lot of people have, like, really weird lives, so might as well judge judge them on it. I guess. <laughs> you popped into the mic. Oh, my bad. Okay. Let's start with the first one. Oh my god, here we go. Oh my. You can get all of this. Sorry. How many fruit snacks did you have? By the way, we had a lot of fruit snacks. And yeah, we did actually. Like two, three, three. Fruit snacks are great. By the way, if anyone loves me, send me fruit snacks. I will literally eat all of them. Anyways, where is it? I had it in my file and now it's gone. Oh no. Oh. Alright. I can't find the file. Oh my god, where is it? Alright. When I was 14 in high school, I stole this girl's diary and read stuff she wrote about me. When I was probably 14 in high school, I had this group of girls I would talk to. One of them, my best friend, and two other girls we just knew from previous years. One of the girls was always sensitive and secure. She was very conservative and did not like anything that wasn't following the rules. So me and the other two would tease her a lot about it, calling her boring and lame, and try to pressure her into doing things like sneaking out or drinking. We just thought that we were the shit and that she would be grateful for getting to hang out with us. One day, she invited me over to her house. I went over, and when she left the room, I started going through her stuff and found a little journal. I quickly flipped through it and saw my name, as well as the other girls. I don't know why, but I just shoved it in my bag and left shortly after. I thought I could find some cringe or embarrassing things she wrote to laugh at. I remember riding my bike home so fast so I could read this thing. I got home and read the entire thing. In the part of the journal, she said that Pop Dart 31 made me cry for three hours straight. She wrote about how I and the others would bully her. I went back to a few days later and put it back where I found it. I will never forget how bad I hurt her. Should I have taken the journal and just left it, or was it right of me to read it? <laughs> yeah, you invaded her privacy, you invaded her space. Reading her stuff, that like. I think, like, why did why was your first thought when you see someone's journal is to take it? Right. Like, yeah, maybe you'd look into it, but why did you take it home for three days? <laughs> That's real, real and disrespectful. And then if she had come to friends with the girl about it, then what? If I was the girl, I would have snapped on her, like. Yep, that's exactly what I said. Why are you in my things? Like, that's think- a that's a, like invade of trust, privacy. That that's not a real friend. 
I think that, yeah, I think that she should have just not been friends with her in the first place. Also, yeah. in the book, it said that you y'all made her cry. Exactly. So you're reading this and you're, you're talking about you felt bad. Obviously, you should. I feel like that. Okay. And at that point, I would have just like apologized or fell back and realized the damage that I did to somebody and removed myself from the situation. Like, why? Alright. Here's the next one. Okay. Forgive me for this one. <laughs> I can't even read the first line. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm in a long term sexual relationship with my brother. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I wrote about this over in another place, so this is exactly new confession, but since our lives are changing a lot, I've been sexually active with with him for nearly ten years. He's my fraternal thumbs are. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm on back table. Let's start it. So she in a sexual relationship with her brother. <laughs> That's been going on for 10 years. <laughs> that's, is that what my ears are hearing? Yes. That's what your ears are hearing. What type of... Are you okay? Why? Oh. I'm sorry. I can't even... What is it called? Uh, they want to start a like um. Was it is incest? In my incest, yeah, yeah. It's called incest. Not, mm, let me be quiet. Let me not even book it. Like, why would you want to do that? You can book it already. <laughs> All these people in the world. That's what you're. You're not. You're not even letting me finish it. You're just judging on that part. Continue. This is crazy for listeners. He's my fraternal twin. Parts, I'm so sorry. He's her fraternal twin. That's even worse, I think. Oh my gosh, it is. And although we've lived together throughout that period for every reason, no one has ever seemed to find anything strange about it around us. No one's ever found it strange. I guess because they're twins and being so close. But that's shocking. And neither of us are interested in dating other people. Lately, oh I know he's been playing with the idea of moving um, very far away from everyone we know, which could actually make us a new start and introduce ourselves to people as boyfriend or girlfriend as opposed to brother and sister. And needing to be so cautious about what we do in public. People which, don't know y'all look alike. <laughs> Come on, girl. Like, What are you saying? <laughs> Which would be amazing, but the issue is both of us would need to come up with fake stories and maintain a different identity so no one would suspect. All this shit just, just to just to satisfy sexual needs, really? You gotta make up a whole story so you got a lot of people <laughs> live a whole other life, a double life. <laughs> what is this? Continue. 
<laughs> That's it. She's just asking people whether or not she should make a face story. <laughs> if you want to continue to humiliate yourself like that, yeah, go ahead, girl. No! That's disgusting! I think you should break up with your significant other. Of course! Other. <laughs> what is that? Like, girl, if you on the day, stay counseling for that. Come on. Wake up. It's... That's your brother. That's just... I... I just... I just think... No. <laughs> no. I just... For people who are incestuous relationship, my thought process is, you grew up with this person. Mm -hmm. I know like people like back in the day like even in Europe and in Africa like they married their first cousins and things like that and for, or like men's had two or three wives maybe even four or five and like it was in the family but why why like it's, it's 2021 like why would you want to do that now like I know some people would be like oh they want to go back to, to the older ways of life and how things used to be but what why that I just think that like cultures and beliefs but like why would you want to marry into your own family or date your own family like that's just mm -mm. I just think no just 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 no like no like there's nothing else but no I'm sorry yeah like that's trifling why that's blood like I just I I'm so gross I'm disgusted literally I'm so thoroughly disgusted where is that happening and, and <laughs> <laughs> probably in Alabama most likely anyways here's this is not really a question this is more of a confession the one time I went to my older sister's high school graduation, I was 12. It was fun. I decided that when they called my sister's name, I would boo her really loudly, but not too loudly. Just loud enough that she could hear me. Anyways, they called her name and I booed her so loud I couldn't control myself and everyone became silent. And even the teachers calling her name all looked up near my direction and I felt embarrassed. Long story short, I got in trouble with my parents. I haven't talked to my sister since then. You booed your sister. I, I'd be petty like that. I wouldn't talk to you after that either. I personally but, I mean, think. She was a child. I mean, but still, I mean, you gotta be careful for that. Like, I understand you were a child, but why? What was the reason? Why, what was the reason for booing during what this What was the reason for booing You could have did that afterwards when y'all met up with each other. That's embarrassing in my book. That's that that, that, it is embarrassing. How could you even move that down? Then crossing the stage and you're being booed. I feel like that's stupid. Yes, yeah. So, which one of these stories were the worst one? What was the first one about again? The first one was about the girl stealing the diary. I would say the worst one would have to be like the the brother and sister dating the fraternal. Thing. I was thought you were gonna say the diary. I was like that e. one, and then the diary, and then this last one. Yeah, but these are all real stories from real people. Oh my, that's put any faith in the human race for you. Not much. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to see how the future would be, but I'm not much. Worried. Not much. Mm -mm. Not much faith there. Oh my god. Mm -mm. All right, we're coming to the long haul of this little segment. I have a little. I have a bit of a little, a little questionnaire for you. Uh oh. Okay. Okay, a little like dating questionnaire. Oh my. What would you handle? What you wouldn't handle? 
you know, Go red ahead. flags. Oh, yeah, we're all about boundaries over here. That's so care. So, what are some red flags you would ignore or would you just let slide? Okay. Knowing that their sex drive is higher than yours or lower than yours, would you let it slide? Or is that to you a red flag? Um, I would say it depends on the person. It depends. Like, if they have a high sex drive and yours is low, if they're willing to make it work with you and how, like, you like things at your pace and... If they really like you for you and not just the sex, then I think they should be understanding. But if not, then that could be a red flag for some people. Okay. If they ask you, if they tell you that they're in love with you on the first date. <laughs> I would say that's a red flag because it's, some people say, oh, you know, love at first sight, but saying I love you on the first date and you're just like, it depends. Like if you've been talking to the person or whatever, or like, and this is like y'all first date, whatever. But no, this is the first, first but, like, date. But like first meeting somebody right out the gate. No. Nah. Extremely red flag. That instantly red flag. That's, you don't say that. That's weird. Like you don't know me. Like we don't even know each other. How can you be, what could you, what could you possibly love about me besides physical features? So you don't really love me. Okay, um, they have no work ethic. That's a red flag. <laughs> no. So just no, just no. I mean, like what you're doing? <laughs> I don't mean, me in America, like you gotta make, you gotta move some. Can't just be not out here working. What are you doing? How? What are you doing to to sustain to yourself? And then possibly try to find get into a relationship with another person. What could you possibly bring? What are like people saying bring to the table? Okay, okay. Um, they have different levels of what being faithful is. Like they, they say, like let's say they say like red flag. If y'all not on the same page, then what is there to it? <laughs> no, like let's say this was like, hey, kissing on the cheek to me is cheating, and they're like, no, it's not. Y'all have to be on the same page. If y'all not on the same page, what is this? What is a relationship for? Okay. Um, they, so yeah, if you, you kiss somebody on the cheek, you're being that close to somebody, being that intimate with somebody. Yeah, that's a red flag. Like you're supposed to be my supposed significant other. We're not doing that. Cause how would you feel if it was like things on the other foot? Sure. Exactly. <laughs> what, what what can you handle? You're different. Your financial statuses are different. Like, say you make more money and they don't. Okay, again, that depends. Like, are they working on themselves to get to where they want to be? Are they comfortable with that? Do y'all have y'all talked about that? Are y'all okay with being at different, you know, tax brackets? Is that going to make it work in relationship? Some people, you know, they don't mind that. Some people, that's a red flag. Like, you got to match me where I'm at, or <laughs> you know, looking down. So it depends. Okay. Um, let's see. They basically what was what was the question that I wrote down? God damn. Okay, they refuse to make you public, but you're together, but they don't want to make it public. It's like this what's it being private versus secrecy. Uh-huh. 
So the question against Army. They, 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 you're together, but they don't want to make anything public. Nothing on social media, nothing, nothing about y'all, nothing. I mean, again, it depends on the person and how y'all work in relationship. If y'all okay with that, like some people are in, like, are married and or in relationships and they don't post each other on their, like, social media. So social media is like their brand, their own selves. And they don't post about their relationship. You may see pictures here and there, but it's not like centered around just that. <laughs> but I don't know, like I, mm, I we're, people care. are gonna people are gonna know about us. We're, you know, no, but they know, don't like, want no one to know they're in a relationship. Like they just don't want to just like oh you have a girlfriend. Like, they don't want anyone to know. Like, not on social media, not really in real life. Like, they're not bringing you around their friends or family. At that point... I feel like that's why, because, like, what's... what's I don't want to say what's wrong with you, but, like, is that not, like, what you want in life at all? You don't want a companionship? You don't want, like, you don't want a partner? You don't want anybody in life? You're going to be in your 40s talking about fuck bitches get money your whole life? <laughs> like... <laughs> They make fun of you during sex. That's a real flag. <laughs> that's supposed to be, you know, a sacred exchange, intimate time, and and you making it. <laughs> and you're talking about me like, no, that would kill the mood. No. I mean, if you it's something that's like that happens, and like y'all in the moment, and y'all both laughing about it, but if you're like making just making fun of me about like things that I do, stuff like that, then. You know, it's a red flag. White skins. <laughs> see? I don't know how to see the signs. Light skins are freaking red. You're blocked. I cannot see. <laughs> nah, majority of light skins that I've met are huge ass red flags. At least from what my friends have told me and from like how they act around. Mm. Men in general are red flags for me. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Women too, honestly. Women can be red flags too. Yeah, people could be a lot. So, yeah, I'm just saying. But, like, think about it. If, like, someone came up to you and was just, like, just told you. Because I'm really stuck on the I love you part. Like, someone literally just met you and was, like, meant it. I love you. I think I would run. Yeah, run, definitely. <laughs> I would run. That's, I mean, uh, dang, you digging the vibe that that much? Do you get out? Have you ever been, like, in a relationship before? Like, we have a conversation and talk and we're getting to know each other and we vibe and that's the first thing you say, I love you. Like, do you get out much? Like, have you, have you, you haven't been in love before? Like, you never loved somebody <laughs> before? Like, 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 what's wrong with you? Oh my God. All right, questionnaires. Um, what would you do if someone came up to you? And what's it? I love you? Not say I love you, but like, and what would you do if just someone came up to you and was like, I want to take you on a date, but you already like saw them with another person? Um, like, they don't, you don't know if that relationship is like a thing, but they just came up to us like, and they wanted to take you on a, a date. 
I would say like a conversation would have to be had first because I'm not about to exchange my time with just anybody just because you, you find me attractive or cute thinking that oh, we're just going to go out. Because why waste each other's time? Mm-hmm. Like, let's have like, this is a simple conversation now. Like, what is it that drawing you to me that you just want to stick me out? Like, what are your intentions? I don't know. Like, before we can even go on the date, we just have to have a conversation right then and there to see if I even feel like I vibe with you to give you my time of the day. So, I'm, I'm, I'm very, like, me. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I just don't want to waste time. So, I got to know if you're being for real or you're just going to be wasting time. Interesting, interesting. Personally, for me... I would just see how it goes because I like fucking up people's minds. That too. That's I like how I was mind like, games. Yeah, I, I thought, okay. And then, but what if you don't vibe? Then what? Just like, if I don't vibe, I'm going to leave. I will call an Uber and go home. In fact, I will convince you to call me an Uber to go somewhere close to my home and then I'll walk home. Got it in the short, but I got to go. Yeah, like, I gotta go. Like, I have my Ubers here. Like, I would dip. Immediately, I would go. Alright, question. Would you have a man, a house, or a car? You only can pick two. <laughs> you can only pick two. Like, a brand new car, a brand new house, like a beautiful house, house of your dreams, or a man. The man of your dreams, or whatever you want. Sheesh. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I want that the car in the house. Like, I was gonna say the car in the house. I'm not thinking about the car in the house. That's why I was like, don't want to say this. I don't want to sound like uh, she hates men type of thing. But I'm just no. I heard about y'all. No, I'm gonna let y'all go. I completely and utterly hate men. Y'all are disgusting. Half of y'all need to wash your bodies anyway. Like my house will always be there for me to comfort me. Okay, that would be my sacred space. My safe space. Okay. Like seriously, and my car is that's my everything. Okay, it gets me to where I need to be in life. It's it. Okay. I was just gonna say, if I need company, I can get a pet. Exactly. (laughs) If you need company, you can just get a pet, a dog, a Doberman, or something. Those are really good pets. I keep company or a Yorkie as well as a Yorkie. I want a pit bull. So So a pit bull to make sure he gets scared away. Exactly. That's security right there. Oh, bring it all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, have you enjoyed this podcast? Because you're my first ever guest. I like it. I'm very happy that you do this. You're so, so shy and tense over there. I am. I'm like, I'm here like, oh my gosh, I'm a hot mess. I'm like, I hope y'all enjoy. All I can do is be me, Josh. Like, I like this thing when you're doing. Oh, thank you. I had I had lots of fun. Honestly, I'm like, hopefully you can come back. Oh yeah. But like, I had lots of fun and answering a lot of questions. I've always wanted to do the scenario Uh-oh, questions man on here. Man now. Oh no. <laughs> okay, you're back. Sorry. I've always wanted to do the scenario questions, but it's usually just me and my and Noah just ranting on here. But I actually wanted to talk about a little bit, little bit more like serious things on here. Hmm. So this was super fun and like interesting, in, but I hope you come back. Oh, thank you for even I had so wanting me much to come back. Fun. I appreciate it. I did and, too. Yeah, and do you know where people can find you on socials? Even though you have nothing on your Instagram, we are currently rebranding right now. 
Um, so I don't think I'll keep to follow me right now. We don't, we don't keep me anonymous right now. We're gonna keep you anonymous? Yeah, okay, this is, for- yeah. Okay, that's really fine. Well, you guys know where to find me on socials, and you guys know where to find Noah on the socials, and hopefully I can figure out how to actually put up our Instagram. Um, the Twitter is about to come up really soon, so hopefully you guys can catch that. But I will see you guys later, and um, bye. Goodbye. Bye, I'm tired. I'm going to Yes.